praise, give him praise. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Come on and bless him. He's been so good, he's been so wonderful. He's been so kind, he's done so much. Hallelujah, bless the Lord. Bless him, give him praise, give him praise. Amen, amen. Come on, don't give up, give him praise. Praise him. Lift up those voices unto the Lord. Lift up your voice unto the Lord. Bless him. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him praise. Give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we bless you. God, we praise you. Lord, we worship you. We glorify you. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. We bless God for being here on another wonderful Sunday. Amen. We thank God for life, health, and strength. Amen. Thank God for keeping us in the storm. Amen. Protecting us from all hurt, harm, and danger. God is good and all the time. Amen. We bless God for surely he has done great things. Amen. He has kept us from all evil. Amen. Brought us out here safely. Amen. You have the activities of your limbs. Amen. If you have your mind working, amen, you are to bless the Lord. Amen. And just give him glory for the things that he has done. Amen. We are truly grateful and thankful here today. Amen. We apologize for our pastor not being able to be here today. Amen. We thank God for her. She wanted to rest up today. Amen. So we thank God for her. Amen. And that's why she's not here. Amen. Me and Nick, me and brother Deacon Nick look lost in the back. Amen. Without the wives being here. Amen. But we thank God for them that all is well. Amen. Amen. And we are so glad to see my brother all the way from Las Vegas, Nevada. Amen. Our brother Jeff. Amen. Amen. Just glad to see him. Amen. Just glad to see him. Amen. I want y'all to know that this young man, he has been in contact with me, amen, ever since he moved. Amen. Sometimes I'll be walking around and all of a sudden I just get a text. God bless you, man of God. I'm like, oh, I know who this is. <laughs> That's Brother Jeff. Amen. We thank God for him. Thank God for the committed heart. Amen. When he was here, he was committed. Amen. Committed in giving, committed in helping. Amen. A, a, a good young man of the Lord, and we thank God for him. Come on and give God a hand praise for good men. Amen. For good men. Amen. Amen. And also, saints, we want to keep his family in prayer. Amen. He just, he lost his sister. Amen. And we want to keep the family in prayer, the bereaved family, that God will bless them. Amen. And give them strength during this hour. Amen. Because it's not easy. But we know that with God, all things are possible to them that what? Believe. Amen. And we know that. And we want to um, be a blessing unto him and bless his heart. Amen. So continue to keep our brother Jeff in your prayers. Amen. Because he's with us. He might not be here. Amen. But he's with us in spirit. Amen. Tells me all the time how much he miss Mount Olive. Amen. He says it all the time. Every time he texts me, I miss my church. Amen. And we thank God for that. That's encouraging. 
amen, when, to know that when people are away, it doesn't mean that you're out of sight, out of mind. Amen. I look at it like this. When you're in their heart, you're always with them. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. No woman wants to marry a man that just has her on his mind. Amen. You should want to marry a man that has you in his heart. Amen. Because if he has you in his mind, he'll forget about you when something else comes by that his lust calls him out to. Amen. But when he has you in his heart, wherever you are, wherever he is, you're together. Amen? Amen. That's the blessing of it. Saints, open up your Bibles with me to Matthew, the second chapter. Thank God for the word. Amen. I thank God for getting here. Amen. At one point today, I thought I wasn't going to get here. Amen. The, the, old, the old girl started acting up on the road on me. Amen. Car act like it didn't want to get no speed. I said, wait a minute, I got to get to the house of the Lord. Amen. I was on the phone with Pastor, had to hang up and stop on the side of the road and figure out what was going on. But I'm here. Amen. Safe and sound. God brought me here. We thank God. Amen. For his traveling mercies. Amen. Something we need to pray for every time we get out to drive. Traveling mercies. Amen. That God will take us to our destination safe. As I was telling my sons, I said, you know, I said, accidents don't mean it was your fault. Amen. Because like my father-in-law told me before I started driving, he said, when you drive, you driving for everybody out here. Amen. Because I'm going to be honest with you. There are some folks out there that should not have got a license. But they gave my license anyway. Amen. And they, some of them are just a danger to other people. Amen. And no matter how much of a good driver you are, amen, there's always somebody out there that's a bad driver that can bring you right into their life in an accident. But we thank God for mercy, traveling mercy. Amen. Thank God for his favor. Amen. When, he, when we are on the road and he is with us. Amen. Still on our title, All About Jesus. Amen. I was praising God for the year. Amen. For giving me already the new title for 2018. Amen. We thank God for that. Amen. Something I've been praying and seeking God about. And how many know you have what you ask for? Amen. God will give you what you ask for. Again, it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. We know that even in this season. Amen. Commemorating, commemorating the birth of our Lord is all about Jesus. Thank God that he was born into a world to die for our sins. Amen? Amen. Our thought for today, God has made me wealthy. Amen. Again, God has made me wealthy. Amen. And we're not talking about being wealthy with money. Amen. We already see some smiling. They think this is going to be a get rich message. No. Amen. You are already wealthy. You are wealthy in the Lord. I'd rather be wealthy than rich. Amen. Money will not last. Amen. Money you can use up. But we need real wealth. How many understand that? Real wealth is not money. Amen. So if you are looking for a company or you're looking for a way to get more money, that's not wealth. Even if you were to tell me that you were a billionaire, 
that doesn't mean necessarily that you're wealthy. Amen. We're going to tell you what real wealth is today. For we need to know, where is wealth? Do I, do I have wealth? Amen. Because you can speak to a lot of rich people. Let me tell you something. Not all rich people are happy. Most of them are very, a lot of them are very unhappy. Let me tell you something. Rich people commit suicide. Rich people get, get their marriages busted up. Amen. Because money doesn't buy everything. Let me tell you something. The rich, just like the poor, got to die. Amen. And the epitome of it all is this. At the end of our days, we all have to stand before God. And this goes for everyone. For it is appointed once to die. And then what? Judgment. For everybody has to stand before God and give an account. Doesn't matter how rich you are. Doesn't matter how wealthy you are. Doesn't matter how, how much good you did. We all have to stand before God. God has made me wealthy. How many in here believe you're wealthy today? Clap your hands before the Lord if you believe it. Amen. Wealthy. Amen. Wealthy. Wealthy. Amen. I'm wealthy because this December 27th, we're going to celebrate 31 years of marriage. Amen. That makes me wealthy. Amen. I'm wealthy because all three of my children are alive and well. I'm wealthy. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm wealthy because I got a roof over my head, clothes on my back, food on my table. I'm wealthy. I don't know about you, but I thank God for wealth. And listen, I have peace. That's, man, that's wealth. Amen. Guess what? And I got, I got people who love me. That's, that's real wealth. Amen. When I come home and my family is all together, that's wealth. Amen. When my grandson sees me and he comes running, that's wealth. Amen. Don't necessarily have to have money to be wealthy because that's money. Money could be your problem. Money can be your vice. Amen. Doesn't necessarily mean all is well because you have money. Amen. Because most people, when they got money, now they got another problem is protecting it and keeping what they have and how to spend it so that the government don't tax it, how to keep it out the government's eye. Amen. But you know what? Listen to this. I'd rather be content than have a whole lot of money and to have a whole lot of boats and Peloponnese. Only the older ones would remember that. Amen. I'd rather have good health. The word is polo ponies. Y'all didn't catch it. it was, it's an old joke. The man couldn't say the word, so he said Peloponnese. No matter how many cars I have, that doesn't make me wealthy. Amen. That doesn't mean I'm happy neither. You got a lot of people who got money that are not happy that don't have the joy of the Lord deep down in their soul. The challenge for the day, to seek the Lord for everything. Again, to seek the Lord for everything. Your body's not well. Seek the Lord. 
Amen. You have a decision to make that, that means some changes in your life. Seek the Lord. Amen. You want to you wanna go about in a business. Seek the Lord. You want to start, get started in ministry. The Lord has put it upon your heart to, to speak his word. Seek the Lord. Listen, to seek the Lord for everything, everything that concerns you, seek God. Look to him for his help. Look to him for everything that you need. It should be so that as Christians, we should never make a move without seeking God first. Amen? We should always seek the Lord. Men ought to always pray and not what? Not faint. Amen. Jesus said, by this, men will know that you are my disciples. When ye have love, one for what? For another. Love one another. When you seek the Lord, God will teach you how to love the unlovable. When you seek the Lord, God will teach you how to be kind to the unkind. When you seek God, God will show you how to be nice to that person who's really not that nice. Or how to speak to the person who speaks very angrily and mean. Amen? Maybe even somebody you live with that's just mean, that's just moody. God will help you and give you wisdom on how to deal with them. Seek the Lord for everything. Seek the Lord for your finances. That's one of the reasons why most people are having problems in their finances, because they're not seeking the Lord. They're not seeking the Lord. They're making moves and they're jumping and they're doing things, but really haven't sought God on what they're doing. So now they're working from check to check to check to check to check, and they're wondering what's going wrong, because you didn't seek the Lord before you made that move. We need to really seek the Lord. Amen. Credit cards are not free. And they look, and they're good for money, but don't forget, you got to pay that back. And listen, not only do you have to pay it back, but you have to pay back more for what, it, than what the product costs that you just bought. Amen. Think about it. You're buying a home. You're buying a home. And when you buy that home, you might have bought the home for $250. But I guarantee you by the time you finish paying for it, if you don't put a, a, a speed on paying for it, you're going to spend another $250,000 before the deal is up. We have to learn how to be wise in everything. Amen? So what is your topic today? Your topic is simple. When wisdom is born. Again, when wisdom is born. Saints, we need to be wise in everything that we do. We need to understand how important it is to walk in wisdom. Where does wisdom come from? Wisdom comes from God. And he gives you the wisdom that's beyond the wisdom of this world. And a lot of times what's happening to us today, the things that's going on in our life and in our world is all because, saints, we're not walking in wisdom a lot of times. We're making decisions without God. We're making decisions without seeking him and we don't have the wisdom and we just go out and throw ourselves out there and then wonder why 
we can't swim. Because you jumped in the water knowing you couldn't swim. Amen. How many people knowing they can't swim jumps in the ocean from the boat? That, that's kind of silly, ain't it? But it's the same thing, saints, when we make decisions and make, and make decisions without seeking God for wisdom. Let me tell you something. When wisdom is born, it makes a difference. And wisdom has to be born in all of us. We need to be wise in everything we do. Come on and say it with me, I need to be wise. Come on, look up and say, Lord, make me wise. We need to be wise in the things that we think. We need to be wise in the words that we use. A lot of times, saints, some of us are suffering from a lack of wisdom. If you lack wisdom, then let us go to the Father who will give us the wisdom that we need. He will show us exactly what to do. Because a lot of us are just seeking for things, and a lot of us are looking for it, but we're not asking, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom on what I ought to do. Terrible decisions have been made. Terrible choices have been made because we don't walk in wisdom. We're thinking for ourselves instead of letting God make decisions for us and let God show us the way. We make moves and haven't really sought the Lord. We make decisions and haven't really talked with God. But when, listen, when wisdom is born, when wisdom is born inside of you, when you give birth to wisdom, let me tell you something, no one can defeat you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper when wisdom comes out of you and I. And men, listen, you need to be pregnant with wisdom and get ready to bring forth. Come on and say it with me, I gotta bring forth. Come on and say it's time to give birth to the wisdom of God. It's time to give birth to the wisdom of God that God has given us because saints of God, there's so much that God has given us in being Christians, but some of the things that God has given us, we are just choosing not to walk in and some of us have even forfeited our rights to the good things that God has for us. And some of us are not walking in wisdom. We have refused it for years. We're not using wisdom and then we're wondering, why is my marriage falling apart? Why can't I meet my obligations? Why can't I take care of my bills? Why, can, why does it seem I can never get on, good, on the track? Why am I not on a good course? Most of the time, I'm gonna tell you what it is. You're not walking in wisdom. A lot of times when we speak, it's not in wisdom. We're saying any old thing out of our mouth. We're creating our atmosphere with our words, and then we're sitting back and looking, well, why is this happening? Why is that going on? What atmosphere have you created with the things you are saying? Because wisdom causes you to say things that betters your atmosphere, not make your atmosphere worse. Wisdom will cause you to build your marriage, not destroy it. Amen. A wise woman builds her house, not tears it down. A wise man builds his house, not break a hole in it. And we need to walk in wisdom. 
and not the wisdom that comes from us or from the world. We need godly wisdom. Come on and say it with me, I need godly wisdom. Come on and say it again, I need godly wisdom. Let's first get an understanding of this. Let's understand what understanding is. Understanding, to perceive the intended meaning of, to perceive the significance, explanation, or cause of. See, when I have an understanding, I understand that in order for this mic to work, the PA system has to be on. I have that understanding. Everything that needs, that has to come on, may need power from electricity. I have to have that understanding. That's understanding that we all have. Amen? Amen. Knowledge. What is knowledge? Knowledge, skill, the skills acquired by a person, listen, through experience or education, we have knowledge. Like for instance, my daughter has knowledge of running a daycare or nursery because that's what she was educated about. She has that knowledge. Sister Michelle has knowledge on hair. She knows how to deal with hair. And a lot of women in the church go to her when they want their hair done. They're not coming to me. Because when I get through with you, you're going to be walking out looking like Brother Lee. You're not going to have no hair. Because I don't have knowledge about how to deal with hair. You're going to be a messed up person if I do your hair. Go to the one who got the knowledge and education on how to deal with hair. Amen? Amen. Dare any of you going home. Let me tell you something. If I'm going home and I got somebody else in the car and I'm driving and I know they don't know how to drive, why in the world would I put them behind the wheel? They don't have the knowledge of driving. They're going to get us into an accident. And we might not live, especially driving on that speed on the turnpike. You bound to die. They don't have the knowledge of driving. And this is what's happening. A lot of people have to look at and see, do I have the understanding? Do I have the knowledge? Now, you can have the understanding, you can have the knowledge, but that doesn't mean you have the wisdom. Wisdom goes a little deeper. See, because wisdom goes a little deeper, this is what wisdom is. Listen to what wisdom is. Wisdom is the ability to discern and judge correctly. Again, wisdom is the ability to judge and discern correctly. We, when we're wise, we know exactly what to do. See, you got a lot of people that are educated, but they're not wise. They, they know how things are supposed to work, but can't discern how to get it done. See, an architect, let me tell you something, an architect looks at the plans and he knows just how everything should be and just where everything should go, but that don't mean he know how to do it. If you give him a solder gun and tell him, go put these copper pipes together, he may look at you like you crazy. Because he knows how to draw it, doesn't mean he knows how to put it together. You need, the, you need the wisdom and the understanding to know. See, when a boiler man comes in, the boiler man looks and he knows exactly what type of boiler to give you for the place that you have. He knows where to put it. 
He knows what's to be done to it. See, there's a big difference between having the knowledge and having wisdom on how to run things. Let me tell you something. Be honest with you, anybody can pastor. But not everybody needs to. Amen. You got a lot of people in the church that can lead, that can be leaders to a certain extent. Oh, but if you don't have wisdom, let me tell you something. Folks will start walking out on you one by one because you don't know what you're doing. I'll never forget right before we, right before we bought this church. And you know what? I, I said, God, I thank you because you know, God knows just how to bring things in exactly when you need them. When we got this church, I had Brother Tony here with me who knew and understood real estate. And he was able to help me to get through the process of getting the building. And right after the building, we got the building. It was not long after that, Brother Tony left. Because God knew that I needed somebody at that time and that period in my life to help me get the work done. Listen, who had the wisdom to do it? Because I didn't have it. And I still don't. But God knows. He knows how to do it. Now, he can't tell me how to run the church. Ah! I can do that. See, because not everybody has the same anointing. Not everybody has the same gift. You have to, you have to allow people to function under the unction that God has given them and let them grow and what God has blessed them with. Amen? Amen. But not everybody can do it. Amen. Let me tell you something. There, there are some, let me tell you something. You have to be anointed to usher. <coughs> you got to be anointed to usher. Y'all look at the usher. Don't despise the usher now. You know what? They decide whether or not the folks are going to come back. You coming in? All right, sit over here. I did not say sit there. I said sit over here. Ain't nobody coming to church. Nobody coming to this house. Why? Because usher didn't treat them right. And the first thing they'll do, they'll get on the internet and say, I'm not going back to that church after the way that usher treated me. Now, everything is about the way Sister Irene treated them. Not coming back. But see, in, in, in wisdom, when somebody comes in, the usher smiles. Treats them nicely. Treats them kind. And you know what that person said? Boy, I'm going to come back to this church. That usher was really nice to me when I came in. Amen? Amen. Walking in wisdom. Come on, say it again. I got to walk in wisdom. Come on, say, Lord, let me give birth to the wisdom you have put inside me. Listen to this. We are or will be what we allow the wisdoms of God's word to birth from us. I'm going to say it again. We are or will be what we allow the wisdom of God's word to birth through us. Because see, you can always look at a person that's not walking in wisdom and it will begin to show when wisdom is not there. 
You know, that's why I think, that's why I'm so thankful that we serve a God who's, listen to this, he's omniscient. How many know your God is omniscient? What what does omniscient mean? Listen, when you break down the word omniscient, it means, omni means, first of all, all. Omni meaning all. See, it's meaning knowing. Put it together, listen to it. All what? All what? Meaning that he knows all, he sees all, he understands all, he has all wisdom. This is why the Bible says, to the only wise God. Because there's only one wise God. Listen, who knows your thoughts? Who knows the words before it come out your mouth? Who knows your birth? Who knows your death date before you even die? He knows each and every one of us. And listen, his limited, his knowledge is not limited just to man. He knows what the angels are thinking. He knows what the forces of darkness are thinking. Let me tell you something. There's a story back in the Bible in the book of Job when God was having a, 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 a VIP dinner with his angels and Satan shows up and God recognized Satan was there. Listen what God said. Now God said, from whence cometh thou, Satan? But listen, God asked him that, but God already knew where he was, where he came from, what he was doing while he was there. God was totally aware of Satan's motives and intentions. And he knew why he was coming before God. God knew Satan wanted Job. God, he totally understood. He had all knowledge. Oh, God, listen to how, listen to how, oh, that's just scary. He knows the mind of Satan. He knows all of our minds. He knows everything we think from the day we are born to the time we die. He knows all of the parts of our body. Every hair upon our head is numbered. We will give an account for every word that we say in the judgment. Everything. We will give an account for every deed that we do. He watches and he knows. He sees what we're doing. He sees our thought that we think no one else can see. He knows what you just thought about me. You may not ever tell me, but God knows. I know you don't like me. And God knows. And you may not ever tell me, but know this. God knows. Because he's omniscient. He knows your thoughts. Those thoughts, listen, those thoughts you don't share with people. Let me say something. God, and for those of you over 40, God knows what you forgot. those amen that's why those of us over, over 40 need to pray and ask them to bring it back to our mind because we know we forgot amen <clears throat> and with listen with God there's no memory loss he knows all things Woo! he just know it listen you know and that's why see a lot of times We look at God because we look at ourselves and think God is like us. 
See, that's why when something happened, you know what? We act like as though when something happened that God's up in heaven like this. No, that's not God. He knows before it happens. He knew when it was going to happen. Don't ever think that what happened, God, it caught God by surprise. God is not surprised. God knew when you was going to go through, but he also saw when he's bringing you out. He also saw your day of deliverance. He also saw the day he's going to raise you up. So stop looking at it as God. You didn't know why you let this happen. If it happened, God let it happen. But God knows that because it happened, he's got a day that you're coming out of it. Because when you go in it, he's going to bring you through it. But all we worry about is that we're in it. God says, no, see your way through it. See, wisdom says, okay, wisdom says, you in it, but now begin to praise God because you're coming out of it. That's what wisdom says. Praise God. Listen to Proverbs, and y'all know the book of Proverbs. That's all Proverbs talks about. Being wise, having wisdom, knowing this all-seeing, all-knowing, all-wise God. Listen to what God says in Proverbs 2 and, two and uh, 6. If you don't have your um, Bibles, but just listen. For the Lord giveth wisdom. How many hear that? The Bible says, for the Lord giveth wisdom. Let me tell you, you can go to school for as long as you want. You, that don't mean you wise. You got a lot. My auntie used to say this. When she said this about her son who had a doctor's degree, he said she ain't, he ain't number, no, let me say it right. He, she ain't number the educated fool. Because that's the way she talked. She was from the South. She called him an educated fool. Because though he was educated, he didn't know much. See, educated fool, educated people are dumb when you're not walking in God's wisdom. For it's the wisdom of God that really teaches you. Teaches you how to live, how to love, how to do things. Let me say something. More, more people would be successful in what they do if they walked in the wisdom of God. Less people would cry at night and less people would commit suicide if they walked in the wisdom of God. Because when they walk in the wisdom of God, they will find out how precious their life is before the Lord. When you walk in wisdom. Let me say something. This wisdom is so deep, God will teach you what to say. God will tell you how to say it. God, listen, God will tell you how to approach the topic. Amen. How many times we wanted to talk about something, but just didn't know how to approach it? God said, I give wisdom. God don't sell it. Some of y'all still paying your loans on for your student loans. Yeah, well, she laughing. She's the main one. <laughs> Some of y'all still paying that for that schooling. But let me tell you something. God giveth wisdom. Look at today and say, God gives. Oh, come on, say, God gives. Listen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but shall have what? Because God gives. God never sells. He gives. And God wants to give you 
He wants to give you wisdom, but it's going to cost you something. I know, I just lied, right? I told you he won't sell it, but it's going to cost you something. How many know, how many know it's going to cost you something? Amen? You want to know? I'm going to tell you. Shh. You got to ask. Most of the time, we have not. Why? Because we, we don't ask. We don't ask, and then we blame God because he didn't give it. Because we didn't what? Who's that simple? Just ask for it. Ask, seek, knock. That's all God wants you to do. Ask for it. For he gives it. It's free. Uh, how many like free? Our uh, system pastor always say, if it's free, it's for me. He say, if it's free, it's for me. Why? Because free is good. When it comes to the things of God, God gives wisdom. Listen to what the word, I'm going to say it again. Proverbs, Proverbs 2 and 6. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Listen, out of his mouth come his knowledge and understanding. Omniscience speaks of God as knowing the past, present, and future. He knows your past, present, and future without you even telling him because he saw your whole life before you were born. He saw your body. He knows how your body works. He knows the problems in your body. He knows every member of you and I. He knows the kidney. He knows the liver. He knows the heart. He knows what's going on. He knows the sickness you're going to go through later on. He knows that. Why won't we seek him for the wisdom we need? Amen? Amen. And when he gives you wisdom, walk in it. Doctor said, you got high blood pressure. Why are you eating the pork chops? Why are you frying chicken? Bake it. Stew it. Make chicken soup. Be like it used to be when I used to go to my in-laws, my mother-in-law. What, honey, he, oh, she ain't here. When I used to go to my mother-in-law, father-in-law's house. One day, chicken soup. Next day, baked chicken. The next day, stew chicken. I told my wife, I, she, she was my girlfriend. I told her one day, I'm going to come in there and all y'all flying. Because they used to do all the different ways of cooking chicken. But in wisdom, if you know you suffering, or you know that something's going on in your body, then you got to be wise and put the right thing in your body. If the doctor tells you you need more water, why you buying Pepsi? Oh, because oh, it's liquid. No, it's not water. The doctor did not say drink all the liquids you can. He said get some water. Amen? You got to understand, you are created from the earth. You need the water. God knows it. You need the water like you need the water of his word. Because if you don't get his word, you won't be hydrated. You need his water to be refreshed. What's the first thing a man looks for on a deserted island? Water. Because all around him there's water, but water that's poison to him. Oh, good God. We're surrounded in a world with poison all around us. And if we don't be careful, we're subject to start eating the poison and we'll die. Because it's not long once a person starts drinking the salt water. It won't be long before he dies. 
because he'll drink a little bit and then drink some more and then drink some more and it won't be long. His whole system will shut down and then he dies. Because what? He needs fresh what? Oh, come on, say, Lord, give me your water. Say, Lord, give me your water. <clears throat> I'm trying to show you something here because if you don't get the water of God's word, you will dehydrate. And where God, where God puts his word gives you wisdom. Wisdom comes from his word. And unless you stay in his word, you will not be wise. You will not be wise unless you stand in this word. That's why marriages are breaking up. That's why people are not being friends. That's why churches are having it hard today. Amen. That's why the world is not coming to Christ. They're not wise enough to come. They're not letting the Holy Spirit convict them and bring them to the Lord. For these are, let me tell you something. I don't know about you, but these are the last days. I know it's the last days. Everything, everything that Paul and John and James spoke about and Peter spoke about is now here. They now have a way to make the image of the beast speak and walk and do the things that a regular man does. Because they got robots that are vacuuming the room while you at work. Robots that will serve you. They got things out now saying we don't even know. That man is inventing from his mind, thinking he's wise, but yet he's dumb. Don't you know that God confounds the wise and gives grace to the foolish? He confounds the wise because they're so wise in themselves, they only think they know. Matthew 2. Matthew 2. We got to stay with this all-wise God. Listen what the word said. Psalms 111 and 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Fearing God, respecting God, revering God as God, not doing anything that displeases him, not doing anything that disgraces him. That's wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Anything that doesn't bring God glory, you won't do because you fear him. Oh, let the church say amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they, listen, that follow his commandments. His praise endureth how long? Forever. His praise endureth forever. For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Where does wisdom get start? started? When you fear the Lord. God, I don't want to do anything that displeases you. So I'm not going to watch porn while the family is asleep. I'm not going to think dirty thoughts even though people can't see what's on my mind. Because Lord, I fear you. Amen? Whew. Matthew, the second chapter. Beginning at the first verse. Now I want you to listen to this. Now when Jesus was born... In Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. See that? Look at who's in the verse. Our Lord is in the verse when he was born. Remember, the all-wise God. Come on, say it with me, the all-wise God. All God. Now when Jesus was born, 
He was born in Bethlehem in the days of Herod the king. See, Herod was a puppet for Rome. And he was given the opportunity to be the governor of Israel, I mean, excuse me, Judea. And he was watching over the providence of Judea. And at that time, while he's watching Judea, Jesus is born. And when Jesus is born, Jesus, who's already a, a, a little boy now, somewhere around the age of three to five years old, the wise men come from the east because they're following the prophecy of the word of God. The Gentiles are following the prophecy of the word of God. And the Jews doesn't even know that Jesus is born. He's born in a manger. The Jews don't know it, but the Gentiles. Nick, you understand it, don't you? You see it, right? You see it, right? Let me tell you something. Everyone in here is a Gentile. The Gentile knew that Jesus was born. And the wise men came from the east looking for him. They came looking, looking. They came seeking where Jesus was. See, because if anybody really wants God, they got to seek him. They got to pursue him. See, when you really want something from God, you will seek him. And not seek his hand. You will seek his face. And they wanted to seek, they wanted to find Jesus because they knew Jesus was born. This is what they said, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? Notice, they didn't say if he was born. They came there knowing. See, you have to know as a child of God, there are some things you just got to know. You got to know your rights. Oh, I'll never forget this one. Sister Pastor Priest this at a, one of our uh, retreats. He said, know your rights. Like last Sunday, we were talking about authority. You better know your rights. See, the devil only, the devil only bother people that don't know their rights. If, you, if the devil know, knows that you don't understand your authority, he gonna bother you 365, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, because you don't know your rights. You don't know the authority you have in your mouth. You don't know that God has already given you wisdom on how to defeat the enemy that's bothering you. And the enemy counts on that. He counts on you not knowing your rights. And if you don't stay in the word, you won't know what your rights are. See, I got a right to give God praise. I got a right to worship God. I have the right to live in perfect peace. Why? Because peace has been purchased for me through Jesus Christ because wisdom has already been born. See, they didn't come seeking something that wasn't there. They came seeking what had already been born. And listen, Herod, the wicked king who killed all his sons, Herod, the wicked king who killed his wife, he didn't even know wisdom exists. But the wise men, the wise man, the wise woman came seeking to find wisdom. 
because they knew wisdom had come into the world and they were looking for wisdom. They were seeking him. And they came to Jerusalem, they came to Judea to see him. And listen, they didn't come to ask him for something. They came to bless wisdom. They came to give him something. See, what's happening today in the church is that a lot of us are going to God. God, give me this. God, give me that. God, I need this. God, I need that. And God's saying, can you give me something? And God, what can I give you? Can I get your praise? Can I get your worship? Can I get your devotion? Can I get your loyalty? Can I have your commitment? Stop going to God asking and give God what he wants. They didn't come looking for Jesus so they can ask for something. They came bearing gifts. They came to give out of what they had to the Lord. And all we're doing is, God, give me this, God, give me that. God, my husband won't do this. God, my husband won't do that. Lord, I need this. Lord, I need that. Stop. What that lady used to say, stop the madness. Because for some of us, it's just madness. We're always in need. We're always praying for something. Why don't you stop praying and start giving? Pray, but give. Ah, I'm backed up by the scripture. For it is better to give. You think God said that just for people? God saying that for him is better to give. This reason. But listen, when you bless him, he blesses you back. When you bless him, he makes sure you get it. And what did he say? He said, I'll give it to you 30. I'll give it to you 60. I'll give it to you 100 fold. Listen, I'll give it to you pressed down, shaking together, and running over shall men give it to what? Your bosom. Men will give it to you because you give to me. See, they didn't come asking for anything. You know what they said? This is what they said. This is what they said. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. This is what he said. He said, we come to worship him. Mm -hmm. Jesus is not even at the age yet to start working his miraculous ministry. He's not even at the age yet to heal the sick. But they say, we come to worship him. We, all we need you to do is tell us where he is and we're gonna worship him. You gotta see this. You gotta see this. Listen, they came from their country. What does that say? What's that saying, Pastor? They, they came from their familiar place. See, there's a place where God has for us and then there's a familiar place. A familiar place is where I would rather be. The place God has for me is where God wants me to be. But I have a familiar place, and a lot of times I'm so familiar with this place, I don't want to come out. Because I like this place. I like being here. And God is saying, if you want my blessings, I need you to come out of your comfortability 
I need you to get where it's uncomfortable to be. I need you to get to the place where you may not feel like you'll feel right. See, because a lot of us don't want to be stretched. Oh, I'm okay, but don't stretch me now. Don't stretch me. Just leave me the way I Don't put no pressure on me. Don't put no pressure on me. Don't you know? Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord, but the Lord, somebody better finish it, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. Because it's not every day is going to be sunshine and rosy. It's not every day is going to be like the way you want it. You, a lot of times, saints, we just get too comfortable where we are. These, these wise men, and let me tell you, just, just to clear up because of the myth of the world, there wasn't just three of them, three wise men. Did the Bible say three? What did the Bible say? The Bible said wise men came. He didn't put, the Bible didn't put no number on them. He said wise men came from the east. And if they got Herod's attention, that means there had to be a good number of them that came. There was a lot of them that came to worship God. There was a lot of them that came to get some wisdom from the king. They came to see God who had come to earth in the flesh. And you know why they came? They came not because somebody told them. They came because they heard from his word that a king was coming. And they looked for his word. Because his word is wisdom. And they knew the word had brought forth wisdom. And wisdom was in the world. They're going to catch it when they get home, Lee. They're going to catch it later when they get home. See, God sent his word. You don't understand. His word is his wisdom. If you don't read his word, you won't be wise. You have to know his word in order to get the wisdom that you need. That's why when you call me and I'm counseling you, I'm sending you right back to the word. Because if you don't read the word, you won't live. This word is your life. It is your strength. It is your prosperity. It is your wealth. But you got to read this word. You sitting there talking about, well, I'm just waiting for Bishop to say one word that's going to spark me. <laughs> say, what? Read the word. The wisdom is in the word. I'm waiting for some prophet to speak the devil is a liar. Read the word. Because the prophet has to line up with the word. And if the prophet doesn't line up with the word, he's a false, she's a false prophet. They can prophesy to you all night long. Are they in line with the word? Oh, you better get away. You better get away. I done spoke to some prophets that done gave some bad word. Huh, oh, tell me on the phone, you and your wife having problems. Uh, no we ain't. You were bold to say something, I were bold to tell you it ain't true. Me and my wife are not having problems. Where you get that from? Yeah, yes, you all are, because I done seen it. I said, we not having no problem. Oh, y'all not? How'd that be a word from the Lord, and you now doubting? You got a word from the Lord, now you don't know? You not? 
Yeah, profit. You got something false, false you trying to force into me, and I'm telling you, that's not right. That's not accurate. <clears throat> In the Bible days, when a prophet came and gave a bad word, the Bible said, do not fear them. Do not respect them as a real prophet because they have not spoke a word that comes from God. Well, everybody, everybody want to hear some grand word. Let me tell you something. All you need is right in here. Let me tell you something. This is the best Christmas gift God could have ever gave to anybody. Let me tell you something. You get a Bible for Christmas, jump up and down and give God praise because somebody thought enough of you to know that you need the word. This is the best Christmas gift that God has ever given us. For God so loved us, he so loved the world that he gave us his son. His son was the word. His son brought wisdom. His son gave us wealth. His son is wonderful. He's our counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting father. He's the prince of peace. Everything you need is in Jesus. I come to tell you, it's all about Jesus. What you need is in Jesus. You got no peace, you need Jesus. You got no joy, you need Jesus. You're losing your love, you need Jesus. You're having problems, you need Jesus. You're having problems, you need strength, you need Jesus. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Because Zachariah said, not by power, nor by might. But by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. The spirit is the one that empowers us to make it. And a lot of times, the reason why we are not making it is because we're not staying in the word. We're reading, but it hasn't become a part of us. We're just reading. How many know there's a difference from reading? There's a difference from reading and applying. How many know it? You can read and not apply, and you don't get the blessings that come along with applying the word. The word tells me I got to love you no matter how bad you treat me. Yes, I want to call you all kind of names. I want to bless you out, not in a good way neither. I want to pray for you in the name of Jesus. But I can't do that can't do that because God has commanded me to love and listen and he didn't say that you have to love me in order for me to love you see and that's the problem with a lot of us that's the problem well why should I love him and he's not loving me going back to the word give me that. listen saying where is he born king of the Jews for we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him now listen to the king who killed his sons, the king who killed his wife, all because he was paranoid. How many paranoid folks we got in the church? Anybody? I know you're not going to admit it. Oh, there's this, this, this funny um, ringtone Sister Rose put me on to about the psycho people and, and paranoid people, how they answer the phone and speak to all different kinds of people that suffer in the mind. If you're paranoid, hang up. We'll get to you. 
Because there are a lot of people that are paranoid, paranoid with fear. They, they worry so much and they try to come in and dance over it. They try to come in and speak in tongues over it. And then you come in here and then you walk out worrying. Let me tell you something. Take your burdens to the altar and what? Leave them there. Cast your care upon him. Why? You ought not to take what you were worried about back to your seat. You need to leave it right there with Jesus. I want, I, I, right now, I'm encouraging anyone that's got any worries and any cares right now. Can you right now leave them right where you were sitting? I'm challenging you today. Can you leave what you're worrying about right where you are and walk away from them like they never belong to you? Because let me tell you something, if you can do that, then what you can do once you do that is start giving God praise because they don't belong to you anymore. And then you can give God worship for taking them away. But it only happens when you take them in wisdom, take them from you and give them to God. But you have to seek wisdom. And you will find wisdom when you get on your knees to pray. You will find wisdom when you do like these wise men. You go looking for it. And you listen, you don't have to go far. Just pick up your Bible. All the wisdom you need right there in the Word of God is right there in front of you. Oh, well... I, I, I'm dealing with this, Bishop, and oh, Bishop, I'm dealing with this, and I don't know how to come out of this. Why? Why are you here? Why are you still in the same predicament? Why are you going through this year in, year out? Why are you carrying the same things from last year into 2018? Why can't you leave it in 2017 and walk victoriously into 2018? Why am I carrying my burdens from yesterday, today? Why? I was born on a day, but not yesterday. I shouldn't be carrying those same things from last year to the new year. That's not wise. That means something I've been doing wrong. What have I been doing this year? Why am I still carrying this burden? Why am I still having this trouble why? Why am I still walking with this? Why is this still having victory over me? Why have I not yet conquered this? Yes, I'm talking to you. Why am I still worrying? Why am I still complaining? Why am I still asking and not believing that I have it and begin to thank God for it? Why? That's not wise. Wisdom says, wisdom says, begin to thank God for it. You've asked him for it. He says you have it. Now bless him because wisdom has been born. See, when Jesus came into the world, that was wisdom being born. Don't worry, we're going to kick him out of the church. future musician. Wisdom 
walking in wisdom. Letting God's wisdom speak through you. Letting God's wisdom be in your mind so that you can stop all this foolishness in your mind that's been going on. Because you know what? God's not going to take it away. He's not going to stop you. He's gonna, he will let you go on, go on, go on. Because he's already told you how to be victorious over what you're going through. He already told you he's a healer. He already showed you I'm a provider. He already let you know I'm the almighty God. He already let you know I have wisdom over all things. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're saying that you don't say out loud. God said, I know your thoughts before they enter into you. Why are we not sharing them with him? Why are we acting like we're keeping it from God? Oh, God is surprised. No, God knew before you did. He knew in the beginning what was going to happen. God knew your whole life before you even got here. He saw everything about you. Every detail. Let me tell you, you thought this day God was surprised about that Jeff came here? No, he knew. He knew who was going to be here. He knew who wasn't going to come. He knew what time we was going to start. He understood. Why are we not seeking our God who is omniscient? I can barely remember yesterday, but he knows my way. He knows everything about me. He knows what I'm sharing with him and what I'm not sharing with him. And let me tell you something. God is not pleased with you holding back on him. God is not pleased with you investing in his kingdom. Why won't you invest? Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Listen what they did. The wise men came to make an investment into the kingdom. <clears throat> you know what the Bible said? That they came with frankincense. They came with myrrh. Listen, they came with gold. And when they came, they laid it before him and they worshiped him. Those were the same Gentiles, the church that he left to be birthed into the world. They came bearing gifts, not coming to ask, but coming to give. God says, are you ready to give? And listen, we're not even coming to you for money. God is saying, are you ready to give? You saying, God, well, God, what do you want? God is saying, I want more of you. God is saying, I want all of you. I want your problems. I, I want everything you've been thinking about. I want, your, I want your complaints so that you don't have to bear them. So that instead of you bearing them, you can praise me more. Instead of you bearing them, you can worship me more when you give them to me. 
This is why the woman was ready. This is why the woman could say, it is well. You know why she could say it is well? Because she gave it up even before she got to Elijah. She gave it up before she got to Elijah. She gave it up already. She knew there was nothing she could do. She gave up on it. She said, I'm going to the man of God who promised me this, and God through him will give it back. And that's what made her say, it is well. When she gave it up, why are we still holding on to it? We're holding on to it like we need it. All this worrying, all this complaining, all, all this past that we're walking around with, we're still trying to think, what could I have done different? And you can't change it. It's for those people, this aisle is open right now. Do you need to let go of it? What do you need to let go of that you're not letting go? Come down here. Come down here. It's for you. God, for those of you who want to give God instead of ask, come. Do you have anything you want to give to God? Who wants to give? Who's tired of asking? Who wants to give now? We've been asking for years. We've been asking for years. Who's ready to give? Who's ready to take a break from asking and start giving God? Do you want to give? God blesses the giver. <clears throat> Listen what the, the Bible said, God loveth a cheerful. He loves a cheerful giver. You give till it makes you laugh. You give because it brings joy to your heart. And you give it out of love and respect. Out of the greatness of your heart. You give it because you want to. Not grudgingly. You give it out of joy. Out of pure love. You just come and you release it. God, I come to give you my praise. I come to give you my worship. And in doing this, I know that you're taking away what I have tried to hold on to. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Those of you who are on this line, I want you to bring up on your mind, what are you holding on to? What's keeping you in the east? What's keeping you from coming to look for the Savior? God says, I want you to give that up. I want you to come and lay that before my feet. Give it to him. Give it to him right now. Give it to him right now. Come on, give it to him. You're on this line. There's something you need to give up. Give it to him. Lay it before him. And right there where you are, because you have laid it before him, because you have given it to him, he's going to give you wisdom on how to continue. He's going to give you wisdom on how to walk. And I want you right there where you are. God wants you to worship him right now. Begin to worship him right there where you stand. Begin to worship him. Do what the wise men did. Begin to worship him. After they pursued him and they found him, they began to worship him. Right now where you are, begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Your breakthrough is in worshiping. Your breakthrough is in worshiping. Worship him now. Lift those hands and worship him.
hallelujah, begin to worship him, then you can say, it is well with my soul. Worship him for what he's doing. Worship him now. You have found him. Worship him. Begin to worship him. Begin to bless him. Give him glory. Give him honor. Worship him now. Hallelujah. Release it to him. Release it to him in Jesus' name. Give it to him. He wants you to give it to him. Give him your best. Give him everything you have. Hallelujah. Bless him and he will bless you back. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Bless him now. Worship him. Worship him. Give it to him. Give it to him. Hallelujah. Give it to him. Hold nothing back. Give it to him. Give it to him in Jesus' name. Release it right now so that you might become wealthy through the wisdom of the living God. Give it up now. Release it. Release it. Release it. Release it. Hallelujah. Release it in Jesus' name. Release it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Give it now. Give it to him. Give it to him. In Jesus' name. Give it to him. Give it to him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. We bless you, God. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Right where you are, worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Right where you are, begin to worship him. We've come to worship him. We've come to worship him. That's what the wise men said. We've come to worship him. Where is he that is born king of the Jews? We've come to worship him. We've come to worship him. We've come to worship the word. We've come to worship wisdom. We've come to worship wonderful. We've come to worship the counselor. We've come to worship the king of life. We've come to worship the King of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? We've come to worship him. We've come from far. We've come from all walks of life. We've come from all cultures. We've come from all environments. But we've come to worship the King. 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 We've came here with problems, but we've come to worship him. We've come to bless him. We've come to honor him. We've come to glorify him. Hallelujah. Where is he? Where is he? We come seeking him. We come bearing gifts. We've come to be a blessing. We've come to be a blessing. We've come to be a blessing. We've come to bless the Lord. We've come to bless the Lord. We've come to bless the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've come to worship him. We've come to give him what we have. We've come to be a blessing. We've come to be a blessing. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord God strong and mighty. Hallelujah. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. Give him. Give him. Give him. And then worship before his feet. Worship before his feet. Worship him. Worship him. Where is he? We've come to worship him. That's why we came here. We've come to worship him. Hallelujah. 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 They got what they came for. They found the king of the Jews. They found him. God led them right to him. He moved the light from one spot to another spot, right where the king was. And they rejoiced when they saw the star. They rejoiced. Rejoice. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.